Lucha-Masks.com, in partnership with Mass Republic, give you personal protective masks to keep you Lucha strong in the fight versus COVID-19. With world-class luchadors Blue Demon Jr., the Lucha Brothers, L.A. Park, Ultimo Dragon, Kane Velasquez, Conan, and so much more. Head to lucha-masks.com and you too can become a masked warrior. Lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, luchacentral.com presents Straight Out of the Bodega with King Fat Boy Papo Esco. From the wrestling world of the podcast world, it's Straight Out of the Bodega with your host, the King Fat Boy Papo Esco. You have arrived. Pulled up. It's Thursday, and welcome to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. I am your master of ceremonies, the bully from the bodega, the lucha thug, the one man lucha gang, El Rey Gordo himself, the king, fat boy Papo Esco, and we finna take you on this ride. A ride through the blocks, back alleys, and street corners of the bodega. We're gonna give you everything you need that's pro wrestling and entertainment. I'm ready. I know you're ready, so take a seat, pour up your favorite drink, and let's ride. It's Thursday, September 3rd, 2020, and thank you for pulling up to another edition of Straight Out of the Bodega. I am your master of ceremonies, as always, the King Fat Boy Papo Esco. And from last Thursday to this Thursday, I hope you guys are having a great week, man. I hope you're living your best life. Me, I'm doing okay trying to keep myself safe you know we got this pandemic still going on got to keep the virus out my system we still got these northern california fires blazing starting to simmer down but the air quality still messed up trying to keep that out my lungs and how am i doing it i'm wearing my lucha-mask.com face cover i got like 30 of them things man so i'm able to keep you know all 30 of them in rotation you know uh, i never wear the same one in a month that's pretty cool in my uh in my estimation you know i I gotta stay fashionable right i gotta make sure that you know if i'm gonna wear these masks i gotta wear it in style so head over to lucha-mask.com check the website out they got bundles they got some sales going on you know they got other stuff on there you might want to check them out and get some get yours man try and stay safe like i'm staying safe uh not too much has been going on this week so I don't really have a lot to talk about in this first uh, segment before we go in the interview. So I'm just going to get right into it, man. This week on the podcast, we got a Southern California luchador. You know, he's worked for Pro Wrestling Revolution, my home promotion. He's worked out in Southern California, all over the independent circuit there. He's also worked in uh, CMLL in Mexico and, and various other places in Mexico. I'm talking about my guy, luchador Puma Negro. He's going to be on the podcast. He's going to pull up for a sit down. It's going to be a good one. I hope you enjoy it. All right. Well, we're going to get right into it, man. There's nothing more to say. All there is is just interview. So we're going to do it. But before we get into it, we're going to go to the golden voice. We're going to go to the first lady of the Lucha Central Podcast Network. I'm talking about Denise Salcedo and Lucha Central Central. 
Hey everyone, it's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great network content this week. Get the full lineup and listen to all of our shows in the podcast network section of luchacentral.com. Sundays on the Lucha Central Facebook page, world-traveled shooter of the camera kind, Jerry Villagrana goes mano a mano with a fellow photographer to throw down about some of their favorite photos they have taken at Lucha Libre events. Monday, Business of the Business returns as Mass Republic President Kevin Kleinroth takes you inside how your favorite Lucha Libre merchandise gets made. On Tuesdays, Mass Mats and Mayhem takes you inside the world of Lucha Underground as they take you weekly through the series with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of special guests from the groundbreaking series. Check out the premiere video stream every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Lucha Central YouTube channel and at luchacentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Tuesday nights live, it's WrestleBoss, where Favi Chulo talks MMA and pro wrestling with special guests and listener Collins. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the cheesemate made from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. Thursdays, it's straight out of the bodega with Papo Esco and PWR promoter Gabriel Ramirez as they have guests from throughout the wrestling world pull up to give an inside look into their careers. From indie standouts to television superstars, each week brings a new name and perspective. On Friday, it's your double dose of Lucha Central Weekly podcast, one in English y el otro en español. Lucha Central Weekly is where you'll find all the top stories of the week, both inside and out of the ring from Mexico and anywhere luchadores are in action across the globe. Be sure to subscribe and follow all your favorite Lucha Central Network series on your favorite podcast platforms, either by their own series name or subscribe to the Lucha Central Podcast Network show pages to get all of the shows in one easy feed and please consider giving a rating to help more fans find the shows that you love for now this is denise salcedo signing off from lucha central central have a great week and it's interview time welcome back to straight out of the bodega i am your master of ceremonies the king fat boy papa wesco and this week we got a very good a very great interview but before we introduce him i want to bring on my guy my brother <coughs> owner and operator of pro wrestling revolution mm-hmm. owner and operator of pro wrestling revolution training academy mm-hmm. owner and operator of www.lucha-mass.com mm-hmm. and a dude just a solid dude that's always had my back mr gabriel ramirez how you doing sir what's up my brother it feels like it's been ages since we've done one of these man i've missed you you know one 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 episode leads into the next and one lead it's just starting to blur now you know i i i heard not gonna not gonna you know i ain't, I ain't the one to gossip but i heard you did an episode without me last just, week just, just 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 gonna put that out there bro like i was like hey man i didn't get no call today well no podcast and well and then i you, see oh you know danny i'm like oh, where am you, i at where am i at 
Well, if you, I don't know if you remember the conversation, but you were telling me that you had a lot of stuff going on that week. <laughs> I mean, all the lucha-mask.com stuff. You was you was blazing the trail with the, with the, See, with I gotta the lucha be, mask. I, I got to be honest though, bro. If you would have called me to do it like we always do, you would have got me out of having to do all the packaging for these masks. So it gave oh me ex- so you gave me an excuse. It would have gave you. Yeah. It would have gave you a break. I, I apologize. I apologize. I mean, you're a union guy. You know how that shit works, bro. I you know exactly you got how me that out, works. Man. So, but I'm so glad uh, that you were able to knock one out. You know, uh, I I apologize for not being able to take part in that. But thank you very much. But I'm glad to be back, and we have a a guest that's. Uh, very, very uh, close to us, you know, so I'm excited to get deeper into the world of this gentleman. He's been uh, coming, working for us for a few years now, right? So uh, I'm excited. How about you? I'm excited, too. I, you know, he's a really solid dude. I, I you know, I, I had a chance to meet him when, when you brought him into Pro Wrestling Revolution. And, and you know, he's just a real good guy. And I, I'm very happy to have SoCal Luchador. He's been all over the place, including Mexico and Pro Wrestling Revolution. We're talking about Puma Negro. How you doing, man? Boo. I'm doing. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Boo. Yeah, thanks. Boy, thanks for being. Now that's not me, bro. That's uh, that's Ray Leon in the background booing. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Shout out to Ray Leon. We'll get into yeah, that later. Right. <laughs> uh, oh. How you doing, man? How 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 are you doing through all the pandemic stuff and everything? I'm I'm doing all right, you know. Just, uh, just trying to be busy with uh, well, my boy just coaching. I have my my son. He's a sophomore. That we've just been trying to uh, get him ready for the season. If we do have a season, you know, and just trying to be positive, man. You know, it's with yeah. the times right now. Yeah, know? definitely got to stay positive, man. You know, that's funny you say. You know, trying to you know get your 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 son prepared. Um, that's one of the things I wanted to start. We're just going to get right into it. I wanted to start off not with actual lucha and pro wrestling and and and, and things like that. I, I wanted to get started with your amateur wrestling background because you are very very involved in amateur wrestling, um, and and you're actually a trainer, you know, and 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 one of a, a, a premier one at that. So I, I want to talk about you know, how you got started in, in, in amateur wrestling. And, and really, I want to talk about where that's taken you up to now. So go ahead and get started with that. Well, um, I started, me and myself, I started competing in high school. I never wrestled before until I got to high school. Actually, I never played any uh, organized sports until I got to high school, you know. Um, my friend, a friend of mine that I met at, at this park, you know, at this... Uh, we joined, uh, I think it was judo. I can't really remember. And uh, that guy that got me to go to, to do judo, he's the one that actually introduced me to wrestling. His cousin used to wrestle, you know? Wait, 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 wait. You met him at a park? Well, yeah, you know those, um, uh, like, uh, whatchamacallit? Oh, no, man. What kind of park were you at? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a rec, rec center, oh, okay, you know, like a okay. rec center. I was like, oh, he's at a park. No, like, what were you looking for? No, man. <laughs> Not a rec center. <laughs> no, very cool. They're very cool. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, and uh, and yeah, I mean, uh, that's how I got started. He introduced me to wrestling, and from there, it kind of like, I stuck with it, you know? So, did, how how... I mean, you know, I don't know. So how, how good were you in, in, in high school? You know, I mean, obviously you're training now, so you had to be, you know, somewhat 
uh, decent, you know, uh, amateur wrestler, you know, how, how involved were you during that time? You know, did you win any championships? Did you not? I was, uh, I was all right, man. I was, uh, I was a four sport athlete, so I didn't really kind of like, Oh, wow. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, in high school. So I what never sports? really, uh, uh, what? What sports? what sports? So my freshman year, well, it, that's in all four years, but I was doing, uh, I was doing football and I was doing, uh, cross country at the same time. Okay. <laughs> what, what did you do in football? What would you play? I was playing quarterback. Ah, you're too short. No matches. Well, that was, uh, that was, yeah, from my freshman year to my junior year. And then, uh, my senior year, that was a quarter. I was a cornerback. Okay. okay. So. And what about cross country? So I was doing cross country. So we would have our matches, our, I mean, our football games on, on Friday. And then our, our, our running, uh, the cross country mat, uh, duels were at on Thursdays. So, okay. you know, that's how I would do it. So you're then, you were you were nonstop training, right? I mean, you're from cross country to football. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure one helped the other, right? Oh yes, of course. I mean, see, here's the thing: I never went to any practice. The only practice I went for cross country was in the summer. And after that, <laughs> I just stuck with I just stuck with uh, with football. And then since my football coach used to run us a lot, I would use that as a as a training. So I would just show up to the to the to the duels or whatever it is, ah. the races, you know? Oh, so man. I think if I were to put more time, I mean, I was, you know, there's, I'm not the type of guy that kind of talks about himself, how good he was. But I think if I would have put a lot more effort and just in one or two sports, I think I would have been good, you know, like I hear you. I was good, but you know, not that good. Now, <laughs> now you mentioned, you mentioned, you mentioned judo. Um, oh, wow. How 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 long did you train in judo, and how that how did that help with you know you learning and excelling at, at the amateur wrestling? No, I didn't do my. It was just like a little, you know, when you kind of sign up for like maybe a month. We only did it for a month, and then we stopped. I never went back to judo. Papo, so, uh, he he did judo at the park. Yeah, yeah at the we park, just did like you know. you know when you show up in there, and they roll a mat and. That was it. But then, uh, like I said, I was doing cross-country and football. And then after football, then my wrestling season would start, you know? Oh, mm -hmm. wow, dude. So you were just nonstop, like, evolved, right? Like, did you have a lot of support at home? No, not at all. That's why I was doing that. <laughs> oh, shit. Just trying to keep yourself out of trouble, huh? Right. Yeah, my yeah, mom was... I know uh, that. I know that. That was know because that. your parents... Alcoholic. Oh, my God, so brother. That kept me, you know, that kept me busy. So I didn't want to come home, you know? So I would just come home late and just sleep and... That's oh my it. God, bro! Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's very personal, bro. I, I, because a lot of you know, being Latino, you know, uh, I know to this day, uh, up until a couple of years ago, I didn't have much support um, from my parents, uh, mm -hmm. lucha wise. I mean, right. I'd be like, Dad, look, I'm on the news. Ah, Mom, yeah, ah. yeah that's you know what I mean. It's like, yeah. Idea. So I was like, I, I, you know, uh, never thought, you know, I, I assume you know, being Latino parents, they're always working or. Not at home much because they provide and stuff, but no, I mean that uh, that's that's uh, that's harsh. That's harsh. And did that did that affect you much with you know, obviously involvement in high school, but how did that affect you doing other things that maybe led to lucha? Um, it was just the support or the confidence, you know, just having uh, sure to buy, you know, just be sure to buy yourself. I was very lack of uh confidence you know i didn't i wasn't too sure about myself you know 
That's harsh. Okay, yeah. That's rough. So, yeah, I think that's the only reason why I was kind of like, I didn't believe I was good in, in most of the stuff that I did in high school. You know, I didn't, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> No, no, oh, no, no, no. I mean, you know, that that's crazy, Papo. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, know. If, I don't know if I'd have the balls to share that. So, well, no, I know. I know for me. I, I know for me. You know, um, you know, I, I know. I didn't grow up with a dad, and yeah, that's know, the same thing uh, here. You know, you know, I, I know that there's been there's a lot of you know even in Latino families. You know, and I, I don't. I can't speak for all Latino families, but I know in mine. You know, personally, there's there's a, a, a history of of alcoholism. You know, I mean, Latinos like to drink, and and a lot of times, you know, uh, we take it too far. You know, I've definitely had my bouts. Now I'm sharing. <laughs> I definitely had my bouts with alcohol. Welcome to and straight you know, out of the bodega on the couch. And, uh, and today, you know, it's, it's just, <laughs> you guys, it's you, got, you guys, sure. are, you guys are killing me here, man. I'm depressed. No, no, I'm no, depressed, no. man. So, let let's talk about the 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 training of, of your son of your son. You coach right now, right? You coach uh, amateur wrestling. Puma, are you there? I think he took off because you made him feel bad. Did I? <laughs> well, what, before we, uh, I, I, I am going to touch on it really quick before he finds his connection again. Every yeah. every time you do book these SoCal guys from from Lucha, you know what happens, right? Either he's oh, yeah. he's driving to the liquor store to pay his cell phone bill, or his oh, uh, <laughs> or <Here we> <laughs> dude. I, I feel like we're talking to little Cholo all over again. Um, but one thing about Puma Negro, um, while he gets back, that we can talk about. I know when um, when I was in Mexico City at CMIL, I ran into Shocker, and uh, Shocker. Uh, oh look, we lost him altogether. Maybe he'll call back in. But I was talking to wow. Shocker uh, backstage at uh, CMIL. And he says, hey, man, he goes, uh, you know, I heard you're booking Puma Negro on your shows. I was like, well, how the hell you know who Puma Negro is, right? I was like, what the hell? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, bro. He goes, he's an absolute genius, you know, amateur, you know. And I was like, really? You know, so I never knew how, how intense his amateur background was, you know what I mean? So, and then I started mm -hmm. asking him, and then obviously I started saying, you know, the training he, he does with his son. And how intense he is! So I think he's I think he's underselling um, how good he is uh, amateur wise, you know. But I know uh, uh, we got Puma Negro back. I know Shocker speaks really highly of Puma Negro as far as yeah. amateur. So that to me, you know, because when I booked Puma Negro, I, I booked um, one because I wanted some you know some fresh talent you know from the area, and I wanted to give some people opportunities. And he was very humble, you know, very, very cool about everything. He actually owned a car, which is, you know, nearly impossible in, in, in SoCal because they all – I, I swear to God, Papo, everyone in SoCal drives with Dinamita. And if they're not in Rico's car, they can't find a way, you know, to get there. You know what I mean? But, uh, well, you we know, got – well, here's we car now, right? <laughs> yep, we got Puma back. What's going on, man? Hey, Puma back. It's yeah, no problem. Proof he has a car, right? See, I wasn't lying. Hey, you know what? We're we're just we're just gonna get we're gonna get right into it. We're gonna move on from that, and we're gonna get right into when you started in lucha. When when did you start your journey in the world of lucha libre? I started about seven years ago. Okay. I started seven years ago. I went to a show, and then uh, it was a uh, Martin Marin uh, showed. Oh! 
I, I, I gather, I gather uh, Gabe knows who, who Martin is. <laughs> That's little Cholo's dad. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've been through that. We've been through that. <laughs> So seven seven years ago, man, that that's um, what, you trained under under him. No, under no, Martin? no, no. So this is what happened. So I went to I went to the show. Asked him, hey, you know, how can I get involved with this? Like, hey, this is the day so we you know we practice. Da da da. So I practiced with him with a, a couple months, and then something happened where they were uh, uh, where they were training that they had to leave. They went to another place. They had to they had to stop there too. So. You know, I, I wasn't going to stop, so uh, I went to one of the guys that used to make my mask. Actually, they did my first mask, uh, well, my second mask, here in uh, in L.A., and I asked him, hey, do you know a place where, you know, where they where they train? He goes, yeah, you know, but they, they, they're they like hardcore, so you better be ready. I'm like, okay. So, <laughs> he gave you a challenge off the bat, right? Yes, you know. So I went in, and then um, I think it was... Uh, with Shamu and Doctor Maldat, where I went, uh, how I started, you know. Okay. And, and then from there, I was training a little bit with uh, Superboy, and then my time oh. didn't kind of work out, so uh, uh, I ended up uh, staying uh, with uh, started training with uh, Durango Kid, and that's uh, it all kind of started. How long did you train with Superboy? Oh, it was just like maybe, uh, like come on, a, a two months. It wasn't. It wasn't a lot, you know. Because he's uh he. I think he's one of the most underrated luchadors. Um, I think in lucha, I mean, at least speaking for California wise, that guy did stuff. Um, that you know that people you don't, don't see even. Big yeah, 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 you know, and yeah, you know, he he was in Michinoku. You know, he was in Japan when right Japan was hard. Yeah. To get to, you know what yeah. I mean. So Superboy is very, very underappreciated in this area. So anyone out there who always questions lucha, or I know Super Porky gets a lot of pop for what he did, at, you know, being heavy or valiente. Mm -hmm. But if you go go look up Superboy, guys, that guy for his size, he was doing some incredible stuff, and he needs a lot more credit in the lucha world. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was he was legit. He actually is the one that kind of. Uh, uh, teach me how he taught me how to like how to sell a little bit more or how to things kind of work, you know. So I learned from a lot of people, you know. I'm not one of those, or oh, it's just I'm a you know, I'm, I'm open to learn, you know, right? So, yes, he was one just, of the guys that, getting, that did help a lot, you know. Getting getting a lot of these, uh, getting a lot of uh, you, you Southern California guys on the podcast, you know, you, you get you get into their training, and man, you guys like. <laughs> There's really no home. Exactly. Like a lot, exactly. a lot of a lot of you guys are training here and there and here and I mean you get training and you get trained. So you know, no questions uh, there. Yeah. You know, yeah. No questions there. But it's just like, man, it's because uh, I, I I went to Revolution and and the training academy and it's home, right? Uh -huh. And it's still home. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm 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 fortunate. I just I don't know. I guess I'm fortunate, right? I, I'm fortunate. Well, you know, so, but no, Papa. But seriously, though, I, I, and we've had this talk before. Like in Southern California, for a long for a long time, um, there wasn't many homes. I mean, you had UPW um, that was a mainstay, and then you had Martin Marin um, who had his stuff going on, and then that kind of died off. It was a lot of people, kind of like right now, like everyone we talked to from that from the Southern California area, they were training here and there uh, um, up until recently uh, before they they closed down. 
Santino Brothers was definitely becoming a location. That was a big for, one, yeah. Yeah, that was a place where people were started calling home. And then unfortunately, because this pandemic, they, they shut down. Hopefully they can come back because they did produce some great talent. And, and oh, yeah. they, they definitely, uh, they you know, when you have a home and a well-run, established stuff like we do here and, and also Santino down there, you do end up, you know, bringing up good talent so but if it wasn't for them you know for example like Papa, you found us at a show you know but we were well established already uh puma negra had to go ask and go hey where do i find you know a training school so that that's that's kind of crazy because we do have opposite ends you know we're only like eight nine hours apart but the world is completely different yeah yeah that's true so puma you know, let, let's talk about your, your first match. When, when did you get started? Like, um, was it, you know, I, I, for me, I mean, it was inside of what, what Gabe, six months, I think it was inside of six months that I made my debut. Yeah. You know, uh, um, and that, how long that goes against go the grain too. Cause I don't like doing that, but you're one of the very few breeds that, that does that stuff, you know, cause so I appreciate that. And also I, I was afraid that. of you, but you know, besides that, <laughs> <right>, here we <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big go. scary guy. So, yes, he uh, is. Yes, he how is. How long? How long? How long before you got the opportunity to get in the ring and actually have a match? It took me uh, uh, about seven, eight, eight months, you know. But I think he he wanted to uh, he he wanted to uh, for me to do it a little earlier. Like, no, no, I'm not ready yet. I'm Who's that? Yet, Who's he? Uh, my team, Marine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was yeah. training so you after Superboy. No, no, no. No, Superboy was after Marine, so Marine was, you know, first, and then, and then that's when I started kind of bouncing, you know, from like place to place. Yes, okay. but it was the same. So um, same venue, different coaches. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir, exactly. <laughs> different time. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Now, who was your first match against? Oh, it was against uh, some kid that used to wrestle. Well, well they would wrestle, but it was. Uh, he was a beginner guy too, but he had a good some, some good enough time with uh, Martin. It was with him and Simon Ram and against uh, Octagoncito and uh, and me. I was actually uh. Wait 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 wait. So it was you and Octagoncito versus who? Cyber Ram and who was the other kids? Another guy that used to train with him, with uh, Martin. What was he his was name? young. I can't remember, man. Oh man, that's how that's, oh, man, that, that's how good he was. You don't remember his no, name? No, the kid stopped wrestling. You know, so oh, I oh man, so yeah. So how did that work? That's a rough match to debut when you got a mini. Was the other guy small? Is that why they had a mini next to you, or how that work? Yeah, so the, the the mini was my partner. So yeah, I was actually uh, I was a. Uh, I was a I was a technical. I started as a technical. You know. Oh no, you're yeah. far from a technical. So uh. Uh, but yeah, that was my first match, and then I think the next day or the following week, I can't remember, it's been a while, uh, we wrestled again, but it was back where they were practicing, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's when uh, I guess uh, that was he told the other guy, hey, make sure you tell this guy to do this. He was giving like a pointer, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Because now, now were, you, were, you, were you Puma Negro then? Oh, were, yes, I was. Almost, no, I was actually, I started with like being black. Uh, uh, black Puma. Black Puma. <laughs> And then I think the fans are the ones who started calling me Puma Negro, you know, like, okay, fuck it, so I just changed Just it. go with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. So one, one of the things I like about, about you, your, your, your look, is, 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 dude, your mask. Like, your mask is super dope. It has this whole, like, Black Panther 
type of you know like like the uh, the whole the whole face. It's almost like. Well, I uh, thought for uh, sure you were going to say it was his hair. <laughs> no, 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 no. Talk to me about how you came up with the design for your masks, man. I mean, your masks are are, are unique to me in terms of like the full, you know, uh, the full like look. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, who was it? Um, well, actually, it was back when uh, when I first got uh, when I got the chance to wrestle in uh, in Guadalajara. You know, CML there. Okay, mm-hmm. so how that how now before we even get to Guadalajara, how did you go from from you know you debuted and so on with with these Amini and so on? How how did you progress to get to Guadalajara? I mean that that's a big jump. Let's let's mm-hmm. what happened in between? Which is uh, you know Shocker. I'm not gonna lie. Then Shocker just uh, opened up the the door. You know he's the one that you know made a phone call. Say hey, can you give this guy a chance to go train with you guys and see you know what. What um, what he has, you know. But like, uh, how how did Shocker? I mean, like, how did you come across Shocker? Because I, when you were when your phone call dropped, I actually was telling Popo that when I ran into Shocker at CMIL, he was putting you over. Like, you know, what a great guy in the ring uh-huh. you were, and so on. So before we go into CMIL, before we get to that point, like, how, what what progression you know happened before we got to that point? Like, you know, promotions. I mean, because. How do bookings work for you? Because Lucha is not very easy to get booked on because there's not many Lucha promotions to start with. So have you mostly maintained in Southern California or did you venture out before you came to Revolution? How, how did that work out for no, you? No, no, no. Uh, um, I was doing some shows. I, I think I was kind of starting uh, maybe two years within, like when I was wrestling and um, – and I was I was doing some shows for uh what's that guy? Profeta. Okay. So you were doing and, stuff for FML? Yes, sir. And then uh and that's when they brought him. They were bringing him in and we started talking and then he somehow it, the thing uh the subject came about like, you know, hey, I used to wrestle in high school. I went to Jungle in high school, like, oh really? And I go, Do you know uh I mentioned his coach's name? I'm like, Oh yeah, I know Coach Vai and this and that and that's how it kinda started. Oh, right on. Yes, you know, it, it was more like the amateur uh, back, you know, the amateur wrestling background. They kind of got to us, you know, like come closer, you know. And so, while you were working for Profeta and you met Shocker, where else did you work? Because when I booked you, you were already doing stuff for CMIL in Guadalajara, and I couldn't believe that someone who was working in CMIL in Guadalajara um, was not getting booked anywhere else. Remember, I even asked him. Mm-hmm. I said, "Bro." Is that really you, or how is it that you can work with CML and you don't have a booking outside of LA? And I couldn't believe it, you know. And and right. that happens a lot with lucha. That happens a lot. In, it happens a lot in wrestling now, where if you're not an internet darling or you're not a favor to somebody, you won't get that chance. That was about. Hey, that's all I gotta say. I was about to tell you right now. You just said it. There's nothing else I gotta tell you, boss. But you just said it right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I, you know, I was looking for talent, and I, and he goes, well, you know. Because I go, hey, dude, can I see some of your stuff? And he sent me pictures of him and Seal Mael, and I was like, look at this guy. I, Papa, you know who I am. I was like, yeah. who this guy sending me pictures? That's not him. It's impossible. How can this guy work work in Coliseo? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Seal Mael works some really good talent, and he's doing some cool stuff. And then he's wrestling, you know, like little small things, which is nothing wrong with that, but that's all he's doing. 
And so then I started talking to him on the phone, and I, I actually made some phone calls, and they go, yeah, that's him. It's legit. I was like, what? And so then I brought him on board. All of this guy's talented. But that, you know, that totally sucks because, you know, for example, I got Popo here, you know, who older guy came in, and he blossomed fast. And I tell people all the time, man, when you guys do TV and stuff and NWA, I go, Popo's the guy you guys need he he fits he fits that mold and for you for lucha you know you fit that mold as well how does that feel that you actually traveled cml and then you come home and you get no love uh a little disappointed but you you can't really have any grudge against people because you 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 start yeah you can yeah you can you have to that's what motivates you but yeah but it does, but I mean, you know what? I mean, you can't really do anything. I mean, some of those promoters already have their own guys. You know, some of them. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to bash on people. You know. Oh come on, bash them! That's what we do here. here we bash. But, you know what I'm saying? It just. Uh, it does. It does. It kind of sucks. You know. Yeah, and uh, so outside of the SoCal area, did you work anywhere else besides CML? Well, I went to TJ. I worked for. Uh, 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 and Cholo, he, okay. before yeah. Crush yeah. came in and yeah. made it big, you know, yeah. he was he was given some chances. But that's, that's very cool. And then in San Diego, a few shows is in San Diego with this other guy, you know, they was trying some stuff. So then, yeah, when uh, you when you came to Revolution, that was uh, besides CML, obviously, uh, that was your first promotion that you felt like you got a shot at. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah, that is crazy, man. Right? I mean, when I when I came in, I mean, I'm sorry, when you came in, I was watching you work, man. And and dude, you 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 wrestle like you have gotten so many reps. Like you wrestle like you've you've wrestled thousands of matches. And mm-hmm. and for for you to say that you haven't really had a lot of matches out in your area before you came to Pro Wrestling Revolution, shit, man. I I, I would be I would have been you would never believe, yeah. You you would have never believed that, right? You would never believe I, that this yeah, guy. I'm, you know, it's insane, bro. I'm I'm wondering what it would have been like if you would have wrestled like countless times in your area before you even came to yeah. the Wrestling Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you, you you so let let's jump right into that then. You know, Gabe Gabe, you you mentioned you know you saw him and you were just like, what, what, who is this guy? You know, you decided you wanted to bring him over. You know, um, how how did that feel, Puma and and you know, what were your intentions coming coming here to, to NorCal to actually work, you know, uh, the, the the biggest lucha company in our area? And before you answer that, I would love to know what kind of feedback you got. Because I, I would love to know what lucha people down there think of us up here. I would love to know. Oh. Oh, well, I mean, for me, I was just very fortunate, very blessed that I got a, a chance to, to work for a big company like you guys, you know. Uh it's like anything you get a you get a chance and you better not mess it up. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah. gonna come back. Yeah. You know whether whether the way you 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 perform or, or just the way you come about to, to you know to the promoter. Out of boy, absolutely. Or, or, the, or the workers, you know, yeah. because they're the ones. Absolutely. They're gonna bring you back, or and they say no, fuck this guy, or they gonna they gonna stiff you. You know what I'm saying? So yep. you gotta yep. earn their trust, man. 
you know that's, that's all, all that's all that's all that's all training though right i mean we like one, one of the one of the things that i went through when i was going through training at pro wrestling revolution training academy i mean a, as a as a actual student before i graduated was an etiquette class you know you you definitely have to you know have a certain level of respect for promoters and mm -hmm. other talent you know how you know we got to work with each other you know we're a team right. you know i mean obviously there's a level of selfishness when it comes to your 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 own persona and and such but i mean you know we're, we're all a team you mm -hmm. know whether whether it's one company to the other so you know um if i i go ahead if it's one thing that i actually did like about you guys is that after our uh the show i did i think it was the first one that some of the guys were actually uh telling hey good job good job where a lot of times you're with the lucha guys and it's it just so much uh cutthroat yes they don't yeah. tell you nothing they, yeah i mean you don't want to be praised no none of that but it's like saying hey good job pretty good yeah you know, yeah uh, that's a good thing with the when you mix like the white wrestlers sometimes they're really good about praising you hey man good job good match and this and the mexican ones man they don't do excuse me they don't they're just too much envy you know what i'm saying and it's never gonna stop but that's you gotta just keep going forward you, man, know, you know i'm not gonna say no names because i'll bring it up in the later time when that person ever comes on this podcast but i remember i booked uh puma negro and another guy come with from that from that area he's in and uh Puma Negro was like on time, earlier than on time, on point, you know. And the guy that came in, man, freaking guy brought his whole family with him to the show. And I'm like, what? And they're in the locker room. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like etiquette, etiquette, etiquette. And, you know, and that's and the thing, guys, that, you know, uh, Puma Negro, you know, you can vouch for and Papa, you learned as we go, is Lucha etiquette's much different than, than, than our end. Like, you know, we didn't allow, you know, people that don't belong in the locker room you yeah. know um we don't allow, i don't allow kids i really don't I, I don't even like my daughter being back there she's she runs merchandise you know i don't even like my wife being back there like when it's showtime everyone has a job to do and the last thing i want to do is have like your kid going hey dad can you fix my you know my phone or and then okay like, hey, where, where's this guy at and you, you know what i mean so i definitely get it you know so the etiquette that papa's talking about that's something that we teach at the academy but the mm -hmm. etiquette you're talking about, is that something that you were taught or that's just common sense as a person? Uh, common sense, too. And I mean, yeah. for me being a, a, a coach, too, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I teach my guys to be humble at all times and, you know, to acknowledge people like the parents or whoever comes, your teachers, you know, you, you got to be grateful. You got to, you know. Right on. Right on, bro. Right on. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So do you still, you still train, right? Um uh, uh, with uh, Lucha, or yes. is it just you know? I just, okay, where I just actually started again because I had a, uh, I had a, an injury about a, a year and three months ago. Two. How that happened? Uh, I just did like a little. I went over the, over the ring, and I thought I sprained my ankle, which I did, and then I ended up uh, uh, breaking my my fibula. Whoa! When did this yeah. happen? And uh, last uh, June, I actually had a, had a, a show on in CML in Guadalajara and had to cancel it, man, the following week. So. Uh, oh my gosh! So I've been off for a while, you know. Uh, you, are you, are you have you been maintaining, you know, uh, your body since then, working? Oh yes, out oh, yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't let go. I've been, I've been, I mean, doesn't really, but I've been lifting, you know, especially with my son. So we had a lift, you know. So now uh, we, yeah. we talked about, you know, how you, the influence or non-influence of your family uh, affected you, you know, your sports and what have you. How has that um, 
affected how you work with your son um, with his uh, high school sports? I just I'm just involved, you know. Now I don't I don't put too much pressure because I know how it is. That's why I never he never wrestled before high school. So I'm I'm, I'm there, man. You know, um, I just want to be as much as I can. Do uh do now when you train your son, um, do you help some of his other you know kids that you know um are on the team? Are you the coach of the team or just? Oh yeah, no, I'm the head coach. Yeah, I'm the okay, head coach. Okay, perfect. So yeah, being the head coach of a wrestling team, what's the reaction you get when they find out or if they know you're a luchador? Because how they do just, you how do they go? Oh, coach, that shit's fake. You know yeah, what I mean? You, this you, is real, coach. How I don't do you, t- how do you handle that? The kids, are, the only ones that know are the are like the older kids and the ones that just keep it hush. I don't, I don't, I'm not like, oh, hey, look at me, I'm a big no. Not, <laughs> we so, keep it like a secret, you know. Papa, can is. you can you imagine the kid going in, you know, in the in the amateur position, and then he slaps his leg? Like how? About- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey man, hey, I'll tell you what, kudos, kudos to you and 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 your and the kids around you for keeping that secret because my son could not wait to tell his entire football team that <laughs> I was the king fat boy Papa Wesco. Before you know it, links are getting sent or YouTube links and everything. I, Everybody wants. I remember. You know, uh, I remember Papa uh, debuted early, but that didn't quite count. But I remember he did a show f- um, for me as a student at um, at of all places uh, Avaya Stadium for the sound wow. of the earthquakes, and then yeah. Papa says. Oh man, I go what? He goes, bro. He's like one of the guys here is from my job. Oh, yes, they, didn't, yes. they didn't know I was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So before you know it, bro. Hey, Puma, Before you know it, bro. Like one one of my coworkers, he he was there. He was like, is that is that? You know, I'm not gonna say my real name, but yeah, he was yeah. like, is that? And he was like, man, he he sent he took a picture, sending out to everybody. I work. You know it. I'm getting and. I'm getting, I'm getting all the shit, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, it, it, it ended up being okay, man. Yeah. So, where, where are you training now? You said you just got back into training after an injury, man. Where, where are you training now? Um, I went back to Durango. Okay, Durango. Yeah, Durango, Durango kid. kid. Yeah. Oh, Durango. So let, let me ask okay. you that, just because it, it, it's a stigma that I know. Working with Durango, is there any any issues you working elsewhere? Because I've had, I've, I've booked people from there before. Mm-hmm. And they, they were forced to pull be pulled off. Is that uh-huh. something that's on the norm there, or no, no? You know, you just talk to them. You know, it's like for me, uh, nobody owns me. There's no contract. You know, you're wrong, my friend, because I own you. Ha. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no very... but I know, I know it's very flexible. But I know he's very, uh, you know, and I get it. He's kind of like me. He's very, uh, uh, I don't want to say possessive, but he's very. Uh, He's very hands-on with people that train with them or work right. with him. How does that work, though? Are you allowed to do stuff? And I ask because, one, that's one of the stigmas that when I first broke into this business, I had a you know, uh, shed. And mm-hmm. when I would book guys that directly, you know, through you or whatever, that they would say, oh, I can't because, you know, this guy said no because X, Y, and Z. Is mm-hmm. that normal for you with him or is it not for you because you talk to him? But is that something that it's understood when you go train with him? No, no, he just says, you know, all he says is, hey, if you're going to go wrestle somewhere else, make sure you, they pay you and that's it, you know? Oh, well, I don't I don't pay, so fuck that. You know, uh, because <laughs> there's a lot of people down here that, I mean, they wrestle for free just to go in the ring or they're just for like 20 bucks or 10 bucks. And that's the thing, you know, they're like, hey, make sure that you got to, what you're, whatever you're worth, you got to ask, you know? Yeah, 
Absolutely. And that's all he. That's all he says. You know. No, you're, you're so, absolutely right. So, talk to me about how the training's going, man. Um, is it? I mean, you mentioned before that when you first started, you asked about, you know, uh, what the training was like, and they said it was hardcore. You know, uh-huh. um, is it? Is this? Training hardcore? Are you getting put through the ringer? Strenuous cardio? Well, you got a lot of rolls, a lot of. You gotta remember, man. Talk about not it. to be like most of the. There's no other sport in besides, I think, you know, MMA and boxing. They do the things that wrestling, like not lucha, wrestling does. So I think wrestling prepares you mentally and physically. You know. So I was ready to to uh, to train, and actually, actually going back to what you're saying right now. When I first started with uh, with Martin, Martin thought that I was lying. He thought I, I used to wrestle before, you know, because a lot of the stuff <laughs> that, that he showed me came real easy for me, you know. Uh, and that was because of the amateur exactly. wrestling, right? Just the quarter, oh, coordination. Exactly. Now, yeah. um, you mentioned judo. I think judo had to play a big part of that as well because whenever I have students that come in brand new that mm-hmm. do have judo um, in their background, MMA not so much, but mostly judo. When they come in, the the beginners portion, they fly pretty fast right through it. Yeah. Um, did you have that mostly because of judo or because of your amateur? Amateur, amateur. Okay. Yes. So who who? Okay, so let let's talk about the. You talked about the amateur style. Let's talk about your style as far as a luchador is concerned. Where do you pull from? I mean, I know for me. You know, you can see me walk in the ring and, and do my thing in the ring, and you can see, like, glimpses of, of Bam Bam Bigelow, mm-hmm. glimpses of Arn Anderson. You know, um, what, what, who inspired you, and, and where do you pull from as far as your own in-ring style? You know, I, I, I'm a lot of – I observe a lot. I, I watch a lot from me, from me, from amateur wrestling or just lucha. I, I see – there's a lot of people that try to mimic a lot of people, and actually yeah. – a lot, and then and there's a few here in L.A. and and you don't want to do that. You, know, you want to be your own, pick up from everybody and become have your own style. You know. Yeah. And, absolutely. And, yeah. And I don't know. I think I'm different when I'm like way different when I have the mask than when I am like like this right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even uh, even uh, Gabe goes, "Hey man, loosen up, man." You want to <laughs> I mean, that's how I am. It just, there's something that. Uh, the mass, uh, I'm different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't copy anybody. I mean, some yeah. of the moves, of course, you learn from from people, you know. But Mark, well, let's let's have you go put the mask on now, bro, because you know I want you to loosen up. You know, you 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 seem a little nervous to be on here, and I want to make sure that you tell your story the right way, yeah. and 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 you and you make sure that all the listeners, you know, mm-hmm. because we, we do Man, have I actually right? asked the guy. I was like, "Hey, dude, are you like unhappy here?" I was like, "You don't talk to nobody." You're like literally, but you know, the more you get to know him, it's he, he is very humble, and sometimes that can be taken the wrong way. Sometimes people yeah. think somebody who's too humble, they end up coming off arrogant because they don't want to oh, talk to nobody. Trust me, that came out a lot when I first actually, as it is, I'm, I'm quiet when I'm. Actually, Especially when I'm training too, I'm just like I'm focused. I'm, I'm paying attention. You gotta remember, I'm a coach, man, so I don't mess around like other kids when they're practicing. You know? Yeah. Uh, maybe because of my age too. So, um, oh, shit, I forgot what I was. What were we talking about? Uh, too many bumps, brother. Too many there bumps. We're we're talking about how you're gonna donate all your uh, all your makeys. No, seriously. I mean, like you're talking about how you know people considered your uh, humbleness as uh, maybe oh, being uh, yes. arrogant, you know arrogant. 
so when I started when I started going to Guadalajara, that's when all the people here and some of the guys in LA started saying stuff that oh it was getting to my head this and that. I was just quiet, man. I'm you know I used to go to the shows wherever you know wherever I got booked. I would just say hi to everyone, boom boom, and that's it. I will, I'm not loud. I don't go over there and drink nothing. I just do my thing, you know. So they they thought I was just uh, it was getting to my head, you know. And that's the LA crew. Uh, yes. Yeah, because on my side. You know, I always tell my guys, hey, man, uh, you know, uh, for all you know, he might be able to help you down the road and he can help you down the road. So you never know. And uh, a perfect example of that is, uh, you know, I ran into Shocker and Shocker put him over. And I was like, man, this guy really is over, you know, with these people. But I, I would never have got that from his, you know, bookings with me because he was just like quiet, you know. You would never have known. You would have never known he ever worked in La Coliseo and stuff, or 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 or, or the famous comment that I always get as a promoter. Yeah, bro. I normally get X amount, but since I work for Arena Mexico now, uh, I get this much now. Man, you know, well, I man, I never you know, got that. Never got that. Uh, you know, I think one time he, there was a there's a guy real known in TJ. I asked him, I go, hey man, how do you know how much you're worth? You know, and he goes. When the time comes, you're gonna know how much you're worth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if and if they don't pay you, then you know what? Don't wrestle. I mean, because you have to kind of like you gotta respect them. They gotta understand that what you're gonna do, you're gonna do a good job. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. No, you're. you, oh, you know. You're, you know. Oh, you, you know. know. <laughs> ne never be embarrassed of knowing your worth. Never be embarrassed. And you know, like I always tell my kids, and I don't care. Papa is younger, older than me, whatever. I always call my kids, and you just gotta know your worth. And there's nothing wrong working for free. It just depends who you're doing it for. Right. You know, yeah. hey brother, I need you to do me a favor, man. I got no money. Uh, my my house just got repo. Whatever the case may be, and there's nothing wrong. You can go, hey brother, I beg right. your man, no problem. Or Hey brother, uh, man, I'm a little short. Can I pay you later? But the guy had a good house, and all of a sudden, he doesn't want to pay you. So yeah, you just, yeah. just got to know. And and yeah. everyone in this business is going to get stiffed. Everyone's I've gotten stiffed on on twenty people places, and or I've had promoters, uh, you know, who you do a sold show to, and they don't want to pay you. Yeah. You know, and that happened on the show that you were on. Um, and and uh, I don't give a fuck. I'll say it. It was in uh, in Gridley. And he don't uh -huh. and he don't want to pay. So I told, I told, uh, I told, I think I told Robert Thompson. I said, bro, if you don't get a text from me in the next half hour, or uh, uh, we're going straight to intermission and the main event ain't coming. And I told, I remember uh, that. I, I told Penta, I said, hey, bro, you're still getting paid, but I'm not doing the main event. What? what? And they go, this guy doesn't come up. And then Penta's go, where is he? Yeah, no, no, I got it. And the guy had to go to an ATM and stuff. And uh -huh. he paid, and I and I had no problem doing that because I wasn't going to do the show for the fans, so I look good in front of the fans, and then me right. lose all this money. So yeah. as promoters, as wrestlers, we got to know, you know. Now, if this would have been a friend of mine, go, hey brother, can you get you later? Yeah, no problem, bro. I get you. No worries. I've been there. But this is a guy who doesn't understand. He just figured, hey, look, I do concerts. I can do whatever I want because. You know, yo soy amigo de los tigres del norte. Okay, cool, man. That's awesome. What's a guy do with uh, paying the the yeah. <laughs> the rest of the show? So, yeah, I, 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 you're on the right path. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Papo knows that as well because Papo had the same yep. question. Hey, dude, what, what do I charge? Okay, well, what's everyone else getting paid? I don't know. Find out. Yeah, you know. No, but see, that's the thing, though. A lot of there's so much stuff in here in the, with this wrestling community. They don't. None of the wrestlers sometimes want to help each other. They don't. They don't want to. 
nothing, man. You know, there's been a, a few here in 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 Orange County that you they they used to train with or whatever, and then they don't want to help you, man. But it's it's cool, you know. It's all right. Well, it's like it's like a dog. It's like a dog eat dog world, right? Yeah. So I get. I get how, you know, like I said, you, you got to be selfish in some cases, but honestly, you never know. At the end of the day, for me, you never know who is going to help you next, you know, and and you never know who, who if you never know how the person you burn is going to affect your next move. So you, I mean, I feel like you just got to be respectful towards everyone. Now, now when I, when I first, now, correct me if I'm wrong, Gabe, because everything's a blur to me now. But, um, <laughs> when 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 uh when I first met you, Puma, it was me and you in a match with um one of the students from Pro Wrestling Revolution, um, Diablo Azteca, Azteca. versus um Sky Day. Uh, it was Sky Day. It was Ojo Blanco, uh, Ojo Blanco, and Ray Leon. Leon, Leon right? yes. And I remember, I mean, because for everybody that really knows me, they know I don't, I don't speak Spanish too well. I can, I can, I get a, no, I, get a no, good, no. I heard, bro. I heard you speak Spanish fluent, bro. I'm just going to put that out there, bro. <laughs> mm, yeah. It depends on who it tells you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember, but I remember, and, and this goes back to me being surprised that you haven't um, wrestled a lot in your area before coming to revolution. I, I remember you took, Bro, you took real good care of me in that match, dude, because I did not know what was going on. Now, I, I know now, I know now that a typical lucha match is you you talk about everything and then go out there and do nothing. <laughs> do absolutely nothing that that you, that you talked about. So I, I know how to conduct myself accordingly now. But back then, dude, I was I was trying to keep it together and I was just I I, I was I was so lost during that match, dude. And you really you really helped me out, bro. Um, you know, talk to me about, about some of the, the troubles you've had like that in terms of, you know, working matches and they're just flying off the rails, man. I mean, you know, how, how did you get, how did you get good at like understanding how to combat that? Because, I mean, I feel like you knew that we were in trouble, but you were just keeping your cool and you were kind of not only worrying about yourself in the match, but you were kind of giving me pointers on what to do and keep me, keep me, you know, in line from looking like an asshole. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if it's, if it comes back, it's going back over there in uh, Guadalajara, the CML, you just learn how to, how to work. You know what I'm saying? That it's not just about you to look good. It's about everyone help you, but and help everyone, you know? So, uh, it's just the timing. It helped me. You know, learn from those people instead of just like, oh, uh, you know, Durango, you know, this is this uh, uh, big time coach or this and that. I don't need to learn. No, man, you got to you got to be your ears. You got to keep your ears, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. I remember that match, uh, you know, there was a lot of young students in there. And I talked to Sky, who was our trainer for many, many years. And I asked him and he goes, oh, no, that kid's good. He goes, uh, he has this. He has that. Um, Ray Leon, I know him, he's good here. And he told me, you know, cause I always, I, you know, I, no one knows everything. And, and for those who don't know Sky, they, he may not be the nicest person in the world or the most loyal. And I don't give a fuck if he hears that or not, I'll, I'll say it. But he, when it comes to training, he's a very, very good, knowledgeable person when it comes mm-hmm. to Lucha. He, he's, he's trained some great people and he's very, very smart as a, as a coach. And uh-huh. I, I value his opinion. He was very high on that. And I think that also goes back to their training that my guys got from Sky Day that definitely um, 
open their eyes to to lucha in a way that people don't normally see it so i think you know you were cut from that cloth but i think a lot of your knowledge that makes you a cool person to be in the ring with is just the fact that you are a person with common sense and you actually you know are just a good person because there's been many people that can come in and want to just show off how good they are and said, I don't care how good or who this guy is. I'm going to bury him. I'm Watch me. I'm going to make yeah. myself look good. And then all it's going to take is my guy to go, yeah, man, that guy buried me. Okay, yeah. cool. Then we don't bring him back. Yeah. You know no, dear. Yeah. I've so, seen a lot of those, you know. Yeah. Kind of keep my mouth shut. But, yeah, there's a, there's a few. Especially now with the nowadays, the way uh, all this, I mean, this lucha thing it's going. You know, it's not at the end. Sometimes it's not lucha anymore. It's more like high spots and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's one thing, though, my guys know now because training with Sky Day, I think they remember more being stretched than anything mm -hmm. else yeah. because uh, Sky Day would say, if it don't hurt, you're not doing it right. Yeah. You know, so now, even though he's gone now and he's home and we're all, you know, when we were training after he left, we'd always remember ourselves, hey, if, if it don't hurt, man, you weren't doing it right. So, you know, you 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 trained you know you did la you did stuff and now we're at cmil how that happened so shocker made a phone call for you and that's it you made your way over there to cmil and did you know did that open doors elsewhere or how'd that go uh well uh that was just in well and then coach uh coach uh durango you know gave us a chance you know along with when you guys were there uh when we stepped uh the foot on our uh Ma arena mexico you know oh uh, yes for dragomania Remember? yes i mean that was the only time that we got a chance and it didn't go <laughs> as, as good as it, you know but, I, uh, I only laugh because i gotta ask what happened um we just took a little too long and you know there's a little different well, it's kind of like yours you know and a lot, a lot, a lot of people don't understand. There's a time yeah. over there. If you're coming, yeah. you better go in that time. You know, it's a show. Yeah. And a lot of people are not used to that. Yeah, because you know I, I got an earful going. Hey, what happened? And I was like, um, they went long. Well, how long? I go. The yeah. referee actually rang the bell and he left the ring and let them. They, they kept wrestling. And I was like, oh, go get them. And I was like, oh, they already left. They, <laughs> mm -hmm. I can't go get them. They already left the, the locker room. They already went home. And this was during Dra Dragon Mania? Yes, sir. So talk talk to me about that. Well, well first of all, Puma Negro, you, 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 you worked a match at, Dra at Dragon Mania, right? Right. Well, what was the match? It's it a six-man tag. Six-man tag. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. What, what was the match, though? Who was in it? <laughs> Oh, who was in oh, it? Who was in yeah. it? Um, it was uh, Blood Eagle and um, God, Labyrinto, 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 yeah. And, and me, we were the, the partners against uh, Fidel Castro. Uh, yeah, Castro, yeah. yeah. Um, Not Castro, cabrón. I'm kidding. Fidel Bravo. Fidel, Bra Fidel Bravo. <laughs> Fidel Castro. Yeah, he was in the match. <laughs> yeah, Fidel Bravo was in it. You know, and it was a. Uh, it was like an Americanized Lucha, you know, with some cool spots. But I, I think, uh, I, I think the, I, I think there was some too much eagerness to to want to steal a show and not knowing the placement of your match, and and I, they had ten minutes 
And that thing went longer. And like the actual referee was like, hey, it's over. Go home. Go home. Go. And no, wouldn't go longer. And then referee walked out. Referee goes, oh, I'm, I'm not going to get yelled at. And uh, yeah, they went, they went a lot longer. You know what I mean? But like, so I can ask you here, like, I'm sure you knew time was coming to go home and, you know, happened what happened. How do you handle that? Because now you have to, you know, you're, you're part of the same crew that Durango um, sent over to, to Dragomania. How do you handle that? Because now you're being looked upon like you're part of the same crew that, that, that took a shit on this match, whether it was you was or wasn't you. Now you're part of it. How do you handle that? You know, at the end of the day, I mean, you don't blame, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a team. So, you know, we all kind of, we all messed up. And I think, you know, either you might get another chance or you might not, but you live and learn. You know what I'm saying? So right. you don't go back. If you do get a, another chance either there or somewhere else to learn, that you got to take orders, you know, you got to, you know, like, going back to what we were saying, yeah. you got to keep your ears open and, and your mouth shut, there, yeah, you know? absolutely. So, I gotta, I gotta ask, though, I gotta ask, though, if the referee left, how the fuck did you finish that match? They, they went into the finish, they went into the finish for the finisher. <laughs> okay, who count, who counted, who counted, the th- <laughs> we were about, we were actually who about counted to finish. the three. We were actually about to finish when they, when, uh, when the last guy, uh, <laughs> fly out and then that's when they call the time i think we went over like two minutes yeah and and yeah we as we went up to the ring to try to finish that was it and then the ref uh the ref the ref left uh, oh yeah yeah. if that would if i would have been in that match i would have been like all right guys we're gonna fucking fight to the well here's here's no way we're gonna be here's the thing i i i wasn't I wasn't. I wasn't at that point in time. I wasn't doing anything locker room wise. I was only responsible for our stuff, and then um, I got called in to the locker room, and I was like, "Hey, what happened?" And I told him, and he goes, "Well, go find out what happened." And I'm like, "Okay," but they were gone already. So he he put me responsible for that kind of stuff, and then the next match, I shit you not, the very next match, the women's match, the girls, the same thing, same thing happened. Same thing. <laughs> They went over, they, the ref left and they went over again. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So then I get a uh, I get a call in the locker room again. Crazy. And they go, What happened? I go, Man, I go, I saw you son. I go, same thing. Okay, go get so and so. I was like, oh shit. So I went and got so and so and that was it. You know what I mean? That was it. And and that's how I, I got my first uh, taste of uh of locker room for lucha because i mean it's completely different there's certain areas certain agents a certain area in mexico you can't walk into um i made the mistake of going too far and i ended up going towards the edicanes locker room and they're like hey where are you going i'm like oh shit i i, I didn't know i'm sorry you know what i mean i, I, I didn't know i i had no clue i couldn't go there. i was looking for uh i was looking for the next match that was scheduled and i went to the wrong locker room you know but uh it, it, it it's crazy now after all this mess, you know, you, you, you continue, you go home, and you go back to Durango and do your thing. Did that affect anything with you and CML um, in Guadalajara? Did you ever no, get actually, no, because no? Uh, the following day I had a show. In, in, uh, uh, so on Saturday we wrestled in Mexico City, and the next day I, fly, I flew to uh, Guadalajara. Guadalajara? Yes. Okay. You know. No, and that didn't affect me at all. No? You know? So yeah. how... Ha- how how has it been there? Like, has it opened opportunities for you to go elsewhere? Has anyone said, "Hey, you know, this is awesome"? Like, ha- you know, obviously one door opens the other, 
What has anything happened with you with Guadalajara that's opened doors elsewhere? Uh, no, sir. No. It's just uh, I contact a few uh, different, uh, you know, promoters from different, you know, areas and so on. Areas, but they, they don't, they don't, man. They already have their, well, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's hope that it does because guess what? We're 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 coming back. You 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 got training. You know you're training again, and my my hope is that within the next, you know, six to eight months. You know, maybe even sooner, we're going to be back uh, to some form of business. Well, I, I believe in six to eight years we should be back to normal. Yeah, here we go <laughs> for sure, right? Yeah, no, hey, that's you know, I, I, it's, it's it's funny. It's funny that we say that, but it, it's I mean, God forbid that's a. That's a scary. That's a scary possibility to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I hope sooner than later. I mean, uh, you know, things are changing. You know, as we get closer to the end of the year, um, yeah. things are. You know, the I think the curve that everybody was talking about. It's a bit better because now people, even though it's not everybody, but the majority of people now are wearing their masks. Yeah. Um. You know, and so that's opening doors. But, you know, um. Obviously, when things come back and we're able to do shows like when first when we last left off, I would love to have Puma Negro come up, and I think he'd be you know a, a great part to continue with the Lucha Horseman, even though Papo is the reason why he got kicked out of it. But you know, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But I think I had to go into business. I had to go into business for myself. <laughs> you know, you but know? I, I definitely would love to open that door and bring you back. I know you're hurt and so on, but when that time comes. You know, let's do that. But now, you know, uh, you're doing um, you're doing uh, revolution shows. You're doing stuff for CML. Um, once you started doing CML, started doing shows for me and so on. Um, were people approaching you different after that? Uh, when you say people, do you mean who? Like, yeah, uh, people that you were working with promoters? before. You know, promoters, wrestlers. You know, where people now like, hey, bro, can you get me booked here? Or can you get me, you know, foot in the revolution? Or can you get me booked in CMIL? Like, how did that work out for you? Because obviously somebody had to know you're working there. So the doors had to open differently, right? Like for, for, uh, yes, for people well, asking you, know, you questions. Yeah, a few. You, well, no, not a lot. Just one no? here and there. And I would just tell them kind of how it is, you know. And I would never try to be like, because there's a lot of people, like, for example, you ask me right now. And. They don't want to tell you. They don't want to help you. Know, which is, hey, this is how it is. This is how it happened, you know? Right. And, yeah, that's pretty much it, you know? I so help a lot, few people, like, you know, and and I always get, um, like, I'm the one that's always helping people, and I always get screwed. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear you. Sometimes it works out that way. But you know what? Hey, you know, uh, car karma, karma is uh, a, a bitch. And yeah. You know, uh, also on on the positive side of karma, you know, it, it comes back around tenfold for people that go out of their way to to, to be positive and, and help folks. Now, what, you know, you, you're back to training, and and I hope your training goes good. You know, let let's let's talk about coming back. You know, it, when we do get back to it, what are what are some of your goals? Um, what are some of your aspirations? You know, I mean, um, you know, you said you know you're kind of an, an older guy in this business, so being older, you know, means you got to work faster. Yeah. So, uh, what 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 do you what are your what are your targets coming back? Just to uh, to dig, to get opportunities to wrestle uh, other guys. You know what I'm saying? You know, kind of known guys. You know, I mean, you can only you either you're gonna go down or you're gonna go up, right? If they give you a chance, you know. Right. I mean, if you don't yeah, get you the can... chance, you're never gonna know how good you could you could have done. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
Yeah, but you know, obviously, you know, I, I don't, you know, I obviously don't speak for Gabe, but I'm I'm pretty comfortable in saying that you always have a home at Pro Wrestling Revolution. Fuck, you know, is is there <laughs> is is there any other you know promotions that you're seeking out that you might want to you know uh, work for? I mean, do you want to go back to CMLL? Is oh yeah, AAA something that you want to do? Yeah, Crash, I mean, Crash. Oh, that's that's another one that that I would love to you know to be. I, I love being in TJ, man. That the crowd there. It's amazing. Aren't you afraid of getting mugged? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, you know, That's to be a, uh, you know, to be a so. Oh, okay, to get mugged, uh, all right. Yeah. See, Papo, I fucked up on the training. I got to show you guys how to fucking get, you know, mugged with knives and stuff. And, I already know all about that. Right. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm one of the few students you got that, that already already knows all about <laughs> this that. This is very true. I'm, I'm well-versed. I'm well now, Besides the lucha part, do you have any aspirations? Like maybe you know um, a WWE look. I mean a W R O H stuff like that on the American side. Have you put any interest in that, or your main focus is just lucha itself? Oh no, no, I'm I'm open to anything that that anybody's willing to give a chance. You know, right? I mean that. T- so well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, brother. I'll tell you what, brother. I I feel like you got a good a good look. Like Puma Negro, the characters is is a great look to me. It's it's a great look for TV, and um, I, I love the fact that you're such a nice guy, and I love the fact that you're so humble, and you're and you're so down to earth. But Thank you. you know, you you got it. You got to get a little selfish, <laughs> and, and you got it. You got it. You got to get a little. Yeah, gotta get you gotta some Popo Esco in you. Kid. You got to get a little selfish, and you got to get a little brash when it comes to what. You believe yeah. you are are worth because you know, people, now, now pe- Gabe, people will mistake your kindness for weakness, bro. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the beginning, in the beginning for me, I, I learned I learned that the hard way. Yeah. In the beginning for me, and despite what you know, I mean, luckily I had Gabe, you know, to tell me what what was what, and I always listened, and I always learned, and I always kept it in the back of my mind. But I kind of wanted to learn the hard way because I wanted to figure out what that hard way felt like, right. and. And I wanted to to figure out how I can maneuver it and and incorporate the stuff that Gabe was saying. Right. So, um, yeah, coming back, man, you you got to get a little bit more selfish. You got to get a little bit more, you know, outspoken, and and you got to fend. You got you got to you got to fight for yourself. You know what I mean? And I think if you do that, if you just incorporate that in in and keep that humble humble side, I think that you know you're gonna open up a lot more doors, man. Um. On that note, so, Papo, uh, I, yeah. I do think it'd be uh, awesome once we are back to normal, whatever that normality is. But once the academy's be able to go full steam ahead, I would like to have um, you come down and work with my kids, um, obviously on amateur, but also mm-hmm. how amateur plays a big role in um, in lucha. Because I know Sky did, took a big part in that, but he wouldn't go too much into amateur because we were, you know definitely want to learn all he knows on the on the mat but i would love that at some point if we can you can come in for like you know a couple of weeks or maybe even a weekend we can have a crash course for a weekend and love mm-hmm. to have you here because i think uh, uh our guys would understand that how amateur plays a huge role and people don't seem to understand that in order to be a professional wrestler guess what you got to learn how to wrestle and that's a huge part that people nowadays that I even see on television. I see a lot of cool athletes on television, uh-huh. but I'm not. I'm not seeing wrestlers on television. And there's nothing wrong. There, I, there's there's a little bit of everything for everyone. But I would definitely like to see a little bit more wrestling being used in what we call 
pro wrestling. And Lucha Libre is the same thing. Lucha Libre just stands for, you know, uh, Lucha, you know, wrestling freestyle. So that's something I definitely think at some point uh, I would like to get more of in our academy. Well, yeah, I'd be willing to show up. I'm surprised that you haven't even used uh, uh, Kane Velasquez there. I saw him, uh, oh, who says we uh, haven't? <laughs> we just don't talk about it, you know. But I tell you what, though, uh, there's been a couple of times that uh, uh, when Kane's in Lucha and we're going over stuff, I tell you right now, pa- you seen Popo. I've I- I seen Kane pick up Popo in German's ass. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. <gasps> Yeah, you know what I mean? he's another real, real humble guy. You can just see. But I also, I also got, I also got to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> so you know, it's get, it's get back. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it was get back. <laughs> you know, but Kane's a very humble guy. But I tell you what, yeah, Kane he is, is humble. But if you do him wrong, trust me, he's, he'll get you. Yeah. Oh, he's he's going to get you. you know. But he's a very humble guy. He yeah. came and learned from Sky. That he came and learned from Lady Apache, and he thought Lady Apache was like. You know, one of the you know awesome, awesome, awesome women. You know, what I mean, but we just don't we just don't put that on blast because you know it's 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 you know he's a different you know he's AAA, he's WWE, yeah. and so on, right? But you know, with you, you know, I think uh, I think you're a breath of fresh air. I think it'd be great to show people what you can do. Um, and if people don't want to hear, bro, you know, you got to do what you do. And I think in the very end, eventually, you know, good work, hard work will eventually show up and doors will open, whether it be uh, working my shows, whether it be working in L.A., whether it be working in Mexico. Eventually, the right person, the right people will see your work and you'll have opportunities to go elsewhere. Yeah, uh, you, you're right. You know, I mean, I'm very uh, thankful for the chance he gave me to... Uh, to work with uh, Fatu, you know, I know he's one of the big guys that are not coming up. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and and to be honest, I never heard of uh, La Parca, like the sun. Oh, yeah. So your show, and then that guy, all of a sudden, wherever his dad was wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I know, I mean, I'm not, I'm, obviously he's good. He comes from a good, but I never heard of him until after we wrestled. I'll tell you what, though. Um. Um, uh, equal the LA Park people, you know, especially. And, it's, and I'm not gonna be. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's flat out honest. When it comes to lucha, there's so many hijo des and juniors and hijo de junior two and hijo de junior seven and yeah. and the version from this town that town. But uh, hijo de LA Park, that guy is so underrated, man. I go, he is because he's in the shadow of his father, and his father right. puts him over, man. He's so good. But I tell you what, Parker Junior. Watch out! That, uh, that's a guy that the the Fatu and I wrestle. No, that's hijo de. That's hijo de no. La Parca Junior, his other son. Oh, that's a guy. Okay. Oh, okay. watch out! I've been watching. You know, uh, I've been talking to to Adolfo for a while, and then I've been seeing footage. Now, obviously, he can't come in. But if you guys ever get a chance, man, go look at La Parca Junior. He's on social media. Uh-huh. This kid is a spitting image of his dad. Of his dad. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that. Speeding image, we get can work, leap frogs. I mean, wow. this guy is in well built, you know. So keep an eye out. Um, once we get back to normal again, I, I say this all the time. Every podcast, it's like a broken record. But my my vision on lucha and who I bring in um, is going to change. And I said this um, to all my students, and I put this on social media. Whoever follows me can; it doesn't. I don't care. But yeah. before before this pandemic, we're going to find out who our friends are. 
and who yeah. are oh, people we know. Absolutely. Oh, trust me, man. I know absolutely. a lot of those, man. Did you find <laughs> out who you really? Yep. Who you really thought you were the friends? Yeah. Not. You'll and find I, out at the I, very I, end when this is over. You'll go, yeah. Uh, uh-uh. I'm good. I learned I'm that. I'm good. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to know. I'm glad to know that at least us three right here will remain friends. Hey, slow so, down, bro. I'm Why you? Gonna, what, what makes you? I don't know. What, what I makes you know. think I'm gonna even like Puma Nigger after this freaking podcast? Oh, I think he's. I think Jeez, I think you're gonna like you, it just fine. You speak well, too much for me. Puma, I swear. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd like to think that I'm starting to get to know you a little, a little well. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, Puma, you know, that that's our time, man. Um, you know, I'd like to thank you yes, for coming sir. on, dude. You know, um, such a humble guy, you know, so down to earth. A little quiet for my taste, <laughs> but... Next we'll time you come back, take a couple of it. shots or something, you start, bro. You know what I mean? I, you, 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 start know, hang, what, you start hanging. That's what, uh, uh, that's what Shocker said. <laughs> well, hey, you drink? Like, no, oh. hey, that's when you're not going to be, uh, bro, that's, gonna be a super that's one guy you don't want to drink with, bro, because you <laughs> you end up drinking with Shocker. Bro. You're going to be... <laughs> Oh, uh, the story is like no. Never mind. All right, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Lee, that's another. That's another. another that's another podcast. That's another. Yeah. One. All right, Puma. I, before you go, before you go, man. I, I like people to, you know, put themselves over. This is time for your plugs. You know, anything that you got going on, um, anything that you want to shout out. You know, as far as you're an amateur, as far as lucha, and give me your social media so that people can check you out on social media. You can check me out at Puma Negro Forty One. That's uh. Damn, there's that's, 40 of them uh, before you? Yeah, I guess. Well, it's hard to... I'm not a very social media guy, but... Yeah, it's my nigga 41 I'm on Instagram. I don't post a lot of stuff. You know, I don't live through uh, social media. And then my, you know, uh, Facebook, pretty much. And that's it. Uh, Puma, okay. Okay. I, okay. On my Facebook, you can find me as Puma Negro Luis. Puma Negro. Okay. Yes, sir. Sweet. Um, Gabe, social media is. You can we find go, me sir? at Gabriel Negro forty seven. At- All right, <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> this this promoter thinks he's, uh, his his doodle don't stink, man. Uh, oh <laughs> man, uh, you can find me at PW Revolution across the board, social media wise. Um, Facebook, all that great stuff. Follow us. Follow me there, you know, for everything right now. Majority um, having to do with Lucha Mass. So anything with Lucha Mass, Lucha-Mass, www.lucha-masks.com um, will always go end up going to do with Pro Wrestling Revolution social media-wise. So stay safe. You know, we have to wear a mask. Why not do it in style? Why not, you know, support um, the, the wrestlers that have these masks? All these guys end up getting, you know... Uh, a piece of the pie. We're not bootlegging. Everything we do is 100% officially licensed. That includes Hayabusa, Psycho Clown, Hijo del Santo, Blue Demon, all these guys that you see on television doing great stuff. Everything I've done has been licensed 100%, um, including Penta and Ray Phoenix, which is in partnership and only because of the licensing uh, that we have working partnership with Mass Republic. So everything for that, please follow us there. And, uh, Keep an eye out. We have a lot of cool stuff coming out. Um, we have some big stuff planned. Hopefully, sooner or later, I'll be able to release some of these things. But uh, things are changing um, for Lucha-Mask.com. And also, uh, the Academy 
you know, if you guys are, are interested in training, uh, go to Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy. You can find us on uh, social media across the board. Same way PW Revolution, you'll find the academy there. Uh, doors are opening slowly but surely. We have resumed training. We are training in the gym, and we've been training for about five months now through uh, – through distant learning, we are training everything from yep. promo classes, from psychology, match structure, how to be an independent wrestler, and knowing how to do your own taxes, um, nutrition. Oh. We've, we're teaching everything and everything you possibly would need to be a complete, complete, well-rounded wrestler. You know, we believe there's more needed to the ring. Do we want to be in the ring? Absolutely, but. Sometimes when we do in-ring only, we forget the things that need to be done on the outside. So if you guys are interested in training, um, look us up there. Hit me up. Hit up Popo, and we'll make sure that we get you in touch with the right people and get your training going ASAP. So PW Revolution social media, uh, the Training Academy, Lucha-Mascom, and all that great stuff. And make sure you guys uh, keep an eye out. And uh, any comments, feedback on masks you want to see or stuff like that, hit me up. Let me know, and we'll make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, All right, wow, hey. wow. I got him. Yeah, for sure, man. There's a lot to learn, bro. Yep, a you lot. Definitely, uh, uh, link. Get, uh, we'll send you the link to the Zoom. You can sit in. Oh, hell no. He better pay the dues. Come on, Papa. Dude, what are you nah. doing? <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm, I'm poor, man. Dude. Aren't we all? Uh, we all right, Puma Negro, man. Hey, thank you for coming on the podcast, thank brother. Thank you for having uh, me. Really appreciate it. I definitely... It. Uh, definitely, we'll have you back. Well, on you hear it. You, 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 you know, hear his car. He probably went to the liquor store to pay for his phone bill. So <laughs> that's right. That's right. Tell, tell Cholo Union. I said hi. Hi, the world for All right, guys. On behalf of Gabe Ramirez, on behalf of the podcast, straight out the bodega. Thank you so much, Pumanego, for coming on, and we are out. Thank you. And just like that, mi gente, that is all she. Huge shout out and mad respect to Puma Negro for pulling up to straight out of the bodega for the sit down. Brother, we wish you all the success when we get back to it. I'm going to talk to you soon. Until then, you stay safe, stay sane, and please stay healthy. Well, that's all the time we got for this week. I'd like to thank you guys for listening. And I know you're listening from somewhere. So get on social media and let us know where you're listening from. What podcast platform are you using to listen to every single episode of Straight Out of the Bodega? You know the drill. Is it Spreaker? Is it Spotify? Is it Apple Podcasts? Is it iTunes? Is it iHeartRadio? Is it a podcast platform that I haven't named? Whatever the case may be, get on social media and let us know exactly where you're listening from. Also, let us know how we're doing. We're not doing this for us. We're doing this for you, man. So get on social media and let us know how we're doing. Are we doing good? What do you like about us? Are we doing bad? What don't you like about us? Who do you want to listen to on a future episode? Let us know. If we don't know, we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. And at the end of the day, all we want is for you to let us know how we can give you the most enjoyable listening podcast that we possibly can, if that makes sense. I don't know. Well, before you go, check us out on social media. That's straight out of the bodega on Instagram, straight out of the bodega on Facebook. S-T-R-A-O-U-T-D-A-B-O-D-E-G-A is the at sign on Twitter. Straight 
out the bodega Give us a follow, you might like what you find And talk to us, man, we talk back Also, check me out on social media before you go That's Papo Esco on Instagram Papo Esco on Facebook Papo underscore Esco on Twitter Let's build the fan base I need a lot of followers, I don't have that many Don't know why, but that's another story Well, like I said, that's all the time we have for this week On behalf of the podcast I am your master of ceremonies, the king fat boy, Papa. Let's go, and we out. Ever had a dream of becoming a pro wrestler? Or maybe your dream is becoming a pro wrestling manager, referee, ring announcer, or commentator. If you're ready to turn your dream into reality, then Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy is for you. Northern California's premier pro wrestling training academy. Pro Wrestling Revolution Training Academy is located in San Jose, California, and with over 24 years of experience, we specialize in all areas, from lucha libre, American style, ring psychology, industry etiquette, and much more. You'll be welcomed into a family environment where our head trainer, Hall of Famer, the Brown Bomber, Robert Thompson, and our training staff will start you on your journey and fully prepare you to get in the ring and make your dream a reality. Past trainees include... AEW's Jungle Boy, UFC World Champion and WWE star, Kane Velasquez, The King Fat Boy, Papo Esco, and many more. Be the next star. Contact Pro Wrestling Revolution Academy now. Call 408-728-8318. Visit our Facebook page or go to prowrestling-revolution.com training and make your dream a reality.